Luke Kidgel will be COVID-free till 2023. COVID-free till 2023? Whole tour. I'm just above getting it. Everyone I know who's had it is clearly not above it. Like, yeah. Like, so you what you're saying is you're better than the average person? So I think I'm, no, no, I think I'm better than the virus. So I guess, I guess I am better. <laughs> still COVID-free till 2023. And still... Well, 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 look who's won the competition. Sorry, Luke Kitchell, you've got COVID. Welcome to the show, co-host Keelan Brown. Welcome, mate. How does it feel uh, to it be feels, healthy? It feels good. Yeah. Because I already had COVID this year, so that's cool. Yeah. Well, look, last place, Keelan, as he's known. Everyone calls him last place. Well, I, I no, actually, I think I win because I don't have to live in fear of getting it. Okay. Every true. time you go out, you have to consider, oh, is this the time? Maybe I get COVID and yeah. I fuck my business for two weeks. Yeah. Guess what? What? Already did it. Right. Well, look, man, I'm just, I'm really just feeling like maybe, maybe I'm going to be COVID free till 2023. Mm. I've had a pretty good run so far. Yeah, well, you know, Luke does one show. Comes home with COVID. Sick. <laughs> one, one show. Yeah, it does one show. Like I'm sick. Like six. Yeah, but regional I, I'm, shows. But I'm I'm uh, aggressively assuming that he caught it the first one, <laughs> and then and then gave it to everyone at the next one. I like to think he got it in Bathurst. Yeah, definitely for <laughs> sure. He got it in Bathurst. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I reckon that's. I think that's actually where COVID originated. I'm Bathurst. actually a little bit upset because I have COVID symptoms. I don't have mm. it. I got tested. But um, I wouldn't have thought it was COVID if Luke didn't have it. So yeah. last night I was just so fucking anxious the entire day because I'm coughing and sneezing and I've got. But a, you had COVID V two. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna miss the Wiggles." Yeah, I feel great, but I'm still gonna miss the Wiggles, which Damn. is really upsetting. Uh, but now Luke's gonna miss the Wiggles, which makes me feel <laughs> a lot better. So now I've wasted 120 dollars on tickets that aren't going to be used yeah that's great see what a what a great decision to, to not pay keelan back You're like, yeah yeah <laughs> we'll pay you back after the event that's the new that's the new meta guys is you get your mate to buy you tickets and then you see if it goes ahead yeah yeah i'll pay you back if it happens mm, i actually intelligently i bought these tickets in september yeah intelligently bought the insurance like the covid insurance but does that work if if you get covid works or just with the wiggles <laughs> you know, it works if I get COVID. That's why I bought them. Oh. Like refundable tickets. Right, okay. So I can refund two of my tickets. Oh, easy. But actually pretty funny. So that's almost like you've accidentally saved some money. You just put, put some <laughs> yeah, money in savings. Saved 120 bucks. The bank of Ticketek. <laughs> um, uh, the Luke, who was supposed to come with us, didn't pay yeah. me back. Right. So he's actually given my his ticket away to Reese, his editor. Which definitely wasn't his place to give the ticket away since he never paid for it. This is your ticket. It's my ticket. But also, it's like, it's not really not a gift. It's like, here you go, Reese. Now you owe Keelan $60. <laughs> yeah, but I think I'm going to give my ticket to Reese as well. So <laughs> yeah. he owes you $120. I was just like, Reese messaged me and I was like, that's fine. Yeah, come along. But also, there was no conversation with me whether that was okay. They're my <laughs> tickets. <laughs> oh, so you want to take them away from Reese? Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. No, he's going to pay me. But I did tell him, I said, don't pay me until after the event, right. just in case you can't make it. 
Yeah. yeah. That'd be pretty dog. If well, because he... he's, you know, if he's seen Luke before Luke tested positive, he could get it. Yeah. And now I'm stuck with, if Reese can't come, mm. who else do I invite? Ruben. <laughs> hey, that was a very rude reaction. That's a, what are you doing? No. I, what, are you, not, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to invite him. I'm going to call him. All right, good. Good. <laughs> no, I was... <laughs> what are you laughing? What are you laughing? I just... <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to say Ruben. I thought you were going to say Radio Mike or someone... Someone you like. <laughs> no, someone... I like Ruben. Someone who would... Who would come. Who would come. Yeah, there's no way and Ruben comes. Get around it. He doesn't go to concerts anyway because he, he can never see. <laughs> he probably can't tell the difference between the four of them. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're wearing different shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben's colorblind. Yo. Hey. Hey, what's up? Um, not much. Just wondering, are you what are you doing on Saturday night? Uh let me check. I have a spare ticket to the Wiggles. Uh oh, because Luke can't go. Yeah, so it's it's gonna be me, Phoebe, and Reese. Would you like to come along? Okay. Um, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lewis and I are doing a podcast. I'd actually love for you to come. That'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> but hang on a second. No, come along. It'll be fun. We're going out for drinks and everything. Is this am I on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> is this is this some sort of friendship test? <laughs> uh, no, no. Yes. Yes, a little bit. I guess Lewis Lewis suggested you and I hadn't considered you and that made me laugh. So I I just assumed you would say no. Um, well, I mean, maybe now I'm considering saying no since it sounds like you're not even really inviting me. <laughs> no, no, come along, come along, come along. Go, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. The killer will tell you which wiggle is which. Because <laughs> yeah, you're colorblind and you can't tell the difference. Uh, is, is Lewis going? <laughs> no, he's going to be in Tasmania. Oh, great. Then I'm in, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey! All right. Are you, no, are you actually keen? Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's... Yeah, I think I can go. Yeah. All right. Great. That's awesome. All I, right. I won't be there, but have fun. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you um, I'll talk to you in a couple of days. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Man, what a shocking turn of events. <laughs> no, that would be fun with Ruben because he doesn't really drink. Mm. So Phoebe, Reese, and I are going to be fucking plastered going, wiggly party, and Ruben's going to sit there, I'm assuming. He has no idea what he's, what he's agreed to. Yeah. You reckon he's going to cross-arm it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The whole time? Yeah. I I've, I feel like Ruben is a, he's a real like uh, swayer. I reckon he... <laughs> He, he doesn't, his feet don't leave the ground, but I reckon he goes like this. Yeah. Man, I'm actually keen for Ruben and Reese. What a weird combination of people. That really is, yeah. That's the, str- I, <clears throat> man, that's a weird combo. You know what that is? That's like when uh, when two members of the band die and they get like two other guys in. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, it's, yeah, the, you know, they, they, they can play the instruments, but it's not the same, you know? <laughs> like Queen... You know, yeah, the guy can sing, Adam, but is he Freddie? What's I'm his Fre- name? I'm Freddie. 
I don't uh, know. Adam Adam Levine? No. No, no, that's that's a Maroon <laughs> Five. Adam Sandberg? No. Adam Sandler. Adam- yeah. <laughs> I think Adam Sandler is now the front man of Queen. Man, you did, Adam I, Lambert. Huh? Adam Lambert. Adam Lambert. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe they got the Sandman singing the, as the front man of Queen. <laughs> no, okay, I'm keen. That's awesome. Yeah, that's going to be good. Well, see, look, we're solving problems today. Um, I'm famous. Hi, famous. Nice to meet you. Uh, I was on uh, SBS Insight last night. Yeah, that's much good. much to the uh, excitement of my grandmother. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, she that's was, cute. She was stoked. I forgot to tell her that I was going to be on. I didn't know. I I knew that I was going to be on sometime this month, but they didn't tell me what day I was going to be on. Oh, right. So I was gonna I was like going to tell grandma when I knew what day I was going to be on, but she found out she was just watching SBS. Yeah. And then an advertisement for me came on. She oh. calls me. She goes, Lewis, are you on SBS? <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. And, oh, that's uh, the most grandma shit, isn't it? I know. So so she was, grandma was stoked. Mum was excited and so were all of mum's friends. And uh-huh. I think that, that two of my fans might have watched some of it. That's nice. On on demand. On demand, yeah. yeah. Well, I watched it. I downloaded the SBS app on my Apple TV. Yeah, SBS Inside, if you don't know, it's like a, it's like a panel show... It's like like a less funny panel show where, where people talk. Every episode is about a different issue, so they've done stuff on like, uh, you know, racism that Aboriginal people have uh, experienced. They've done episodes on like body dysmorphia and women's rights. But sometimes they do things about they do episodes about things that really matter, like like what can comedians say <laughs> yeah. or can't say, or when is a joke too far? You know, the real issues. Mm. And they called me up for that. I was I was representing the straight white males. Uh, on SBS, beautiful. I was, you know, I was in the minority there. Mm. I was, uh, I was the only straight white guy in the room. Uh, that was it. There was no, there was me, and there was one fifty-year-old <laughs> yeah, guy who 50. definitely had money. And that was it. And and they had like, uh, man, they had they had every fucking box checked you could check. They Look, had uh, that fifty-year-old man. They did him dirty a few times when there was yeah. like that. That guy doing there was a guy doing stand up and everyone was reacting to it. Yeah, guy Rudy Lee, real funny, real nice guy, and uh, he man he had he had the the worst job. So I was like kind of a little bit nervous because they were they were going to play my Prince Philip bit and then ask me questions about the bit and the reception and and then talk to audience members about what they thought of it. So I was nervous about it, mm. but then I get there and I find out that fucking Paul Rudy had to perform five minutes of his material to a room full of people and it wasn't a room full of people it was split up it was like on one side was 10 comedians and then on the other side were like 10 regular people from lots of different walks of life so they had like a 50 year old white guy with money they had like a like a a, an, an asian immigrant guy they had a black woman they had a gay woman like just like every demographic was kind of represented there but all of them were informed before the taping that they would be quizzed about each individual joke and what they thought about the joke, and they were told that it was going to be quite uh, offensive and edgy. So Rudy did great, but it was such a hard job because imagine watching a comedian knowing that your reaction is going to be filmed and you're told that he might say something fucked. So the whole time the audience was just sitting there going, oh... I, if I laugh at this, I might get in trouble. I don't know what he's going to say. I don't know yeah. where this is going. And they were like, the, he did great and his jokes were hilarious. If you watch the taping, 
I'm the only person in the room laughing <laughs> pretty much. Like yeah. only the comedian side of the room were laughing. And of that, it was only like a third of us and like mostly me. And, and the 50-year-old guy, they kept cutting. He, he, Rudy would say something fucked and then yeah. they'd cut to the, the 50-year-old man just like doing a dad laugh of, oh, you can't laugh at that. Yo, that's You're a bit naughty. You're supposed to laugh at that. Yeah. Very funny. Uh, so that was that was a real interesting thing and uh yeah i've never had to be like serious on television i've I've never been on television i've never been invited on media i've i've been on a lot of media i've never been invited that was like my my second ever hey we would like you Mm. as you on tv yeah you should also probably explain that sbs is a co-owned co-government owned it's like government funded partially private funded now i think tv yeah. thing and it's and it's like uh specifically the multicultural channel it's like 80 percent owned by the funded by the government and then 20 yeah. percent funded by ads yes yeah. yeah so and i think when they when they let that 20 percent uh of like corporate money in that's when the straight white guys like me started getting put in the front row <laughs> of the panel shows <laughs> that was shell oil that got me there Thanks, it was guys. yeah the front row was only white people it was too no rudy's not white He's uh oh you're right yeah. yeah it just seemed it just seemed funny because there's Prue is that her name Prue Prue yeah Prue, Prue McSween who's like a who is like a a conservative like shock jock lady like real boomer energy if you go it's on SBS on demand and I'll also do a video about it on my YouTube channel that should be up by now uh she was such a fucking caricature of herself like she, I, like I felt like listening to her I was listening to a character yeah she got in trouble uh they, they, the whole episode was like about cancel culture and it was called bad jokes it was about comedians so I'm not sure why she was there because she wasn't a comedian she was the only one there that wasn't like a live performer everyone else there was like a comedian who even if we disagreed with each other we we're all like well we're all trying to make people laugh she had a, a show back in the 80s was it Be- a comedy show? Beauty and the Beast. No, it was just like The View, just like a bunch of women talking about women things. And she was the Beast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me let me look that up because that could just be wrong. That's my interpretation of what she was saying. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that show is, right? But yeah, she was she was there because she got cancelled for uh, uh, when they were on morning television. They actually cut this from the broadcast. But on the night, she tells this one story about, when have you experienced cancel culture? And she goes, oh, I was on a, uh, a morning television show and we were talking about the stolen generation, uh, which is, you know, when the government took like Aboriginal kids out of their family homes and like tried to, basically tried to genocide Aboriginal people and, their, and ruin their culture by making them white, yeah. but from taking them away from the horrible, right? And she said something along the lines of, a lot of kids benefited from it and maybe we should do it again. <laughs> Which, I don't know if like advocating for the destruction <laughs> of a culture and people going, hey, I reckon it's really racist is experiencing cancel culture. You know, I'm like, I told a joke about Prince Philip and people got angry about it. Uh, and I don't think that's fair. Meanwhile, she's going, you know what? I reckon we should take Aboriginal kids away from their families. Why is everyone so upset? And she made a few claims like, oh, "I'm not racist. I have, I have black friends or oh, no, yeah. Asian friends or something." Yeah, she did the whole the whole boomer thing. And if you if you watch it, every time she's talking, I'm laughing. Yeah, and it wasn't because of what it wasn't because of like what she, it was because she was like a 
caricature, like every single thing that you would expect like a boomer to say, oh, I've got, I've got, not racist, I've got brown friends and I'm not this, I've got that. And it's the, she even at some point said it's the woke left. Yeah. And that made me fucking lose it in the room and no one else was laughing. So I'm just sitting there pissing myself. It was very disrespectful, but it was a bit of fun. And they, they cut, one thing they cut from the broadcast, which annoyed me, was we actually had a little bit of a spat she told this story about the the Aboriginal thing, right? Where where she 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 ended up apologizing for it, uh, and then later on in the show she says, "I stand by everything that I've that I've said." Um, and then some, and then this other guy was like, "Well, that's not true because you apologized for it." Uh, and and so so like, why are you complaining about cancel culture while also apologizing for the things you say? Which I actually agree with, you know, because I said on the show like. I would never apologize for a joke if I if I said it in good faith and I and it, my intention was to make people laugh and especially if it was a joke that I had done multiple times in different scenarios and it mm. worked I would never apologize for it because I know my intention and I know that it's not a bad thing so I wouldn't apologize for it but this guy's like made a great point of like oh you say that you're like against cancel culture and you're 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 standing up for yourself and blah blah blah, but you've apologized multiple times. If you really do think that, you wouldn't apologize. And she's like, Well, no, I was made to apologize. <laughs> they forced me to. And he's like, Well, no, you didn't. You could have not apologized and just lost your job, right? You weren't forced to. She goes, I was made to. And then after she goes, I was made to, I was made to, she continues on and she goes, I stand by everything that I've ever said. And then I went, other than the apologies. <laughs> And she turns around and goes, oh, you are a smart ass, aren't you? Because I've been laughing at her for like 20 minutes. She goes, you are a smart ass, aren't you? And I Damn. went, yes, actually, that's why I'm here. I'm a comedian. Oh, this I wish they left episode. that in. Um, but they, they cut that, which is frustrating. I guess they wanted to, to keep it respectful. And that was probably the only disrespectful moment, of course, was me. Uh, but other than that, I, I thought that um, I thought it was really good. I thought yeah. they they edited people really well they cut out a lot of what i said but they cut out a lot of what everyone said because the taping was two hours but the episode was like 50 minutes so everyone got like 50 percent of what they said removed i think maybe other than me i think i got a lot more talking time than other people mm. um which is cool uh because i was a big part of the episode which is really cool i've never been like uh that's probably the first time I've been recognized as a peer by mainstream media yeah you know like i was brought on as a comedian not as like social media sensation or like evil troll. I was brought on as like, he's a comedian who knows what he's doing and knows what he's talking about. Let's hear from this expert. Yeah. Which was really cool. Definitely were like the selling point of that episode. All the ads were about you. And mm. also watching it, they used so much B-roll of you watching and listening. Yes. Which they didn't do for many other people. Yeah, they used my head a lot. I think I must have been an, an interesting reaction because it was such a weird, I'd never done, I'd never done a show like it where... It was like me and Keelan, how we're sitting now, but it was three people in a row. And then there were like six rows. So there were like people behind you talking. So I don't think I was supposed to do it because no one else did it. But I just kept like turning around, <laughs> like in my chair oh. to listen. Because there were most of the people, I was in the front row. So most of the people that were in the room were behind me. So I'm like, yeah, I don't want right. to fucking look at the host when she's listening to someone else speaking. So I kept like turning around. And then every time I did that, the camera like focused on me. And I was yeah. like, oh, no one else is doing this. Is this like not proper TV? It's definitely etiquette? really odd and really like Prue not turning her head when people were talking directly to her. That was weird. Yeah. It's very rude. 
But I think it's I think it's very I think it was very TV. She's like a like a like a TV person. Yeah, she was probably like I shouldn't face away from the cameras because you know the person talking to me might not be able to see me, but if I turn around, the audience won't be able to see me. Yeah, SBS. Uh, well, just like general t- TV, live TV in general. I've been to a few live tapings. It's just fucking weird. It is. It is that episode was essentially like that TV like that is kind of getting replaced by podcasts yeah. really because what it was, it was like, all right, let's talk about this topic and have an in-depth discussion about it. But when you have to limit something to like 50 minutes and you also have to make sure that everyone gets like equal screen time, it's not, it's not particularly natural. I reckon that is that inside episode is as close as you can get really. But you know, again, we recorded for two hours you know, I would say over half of what everyone said was cut. Yeah. And they did a, they did a real fair representation. Like I wouldn't complain at all about how I was presented. I was very happy with it. But it it, it it's not as real as as what uh, you get in like podcasts. Because, you know, another thing is, what's interesting is you probably wouldn't know, know it watching it, but I actually knew all the questions that were going to be asked of me. So a month before the taping, the producer calls me and he tells me all four, he emailed me, these are the questions we're going to ask you on the show. So, you know, I might have sounded like a genius uh, on the episode, but that's only because I had literally three weeks to think about four questions I was going to be asked. Yeah. And even then, they asked us 20 other, maybe more broad questions about comedy and offense and apologizing and humor. Uh, And they... Uh, those questions, they got our answers and from our answers, they worked out who would probably disagree with each other. So they would ask me a question. I would give my answer that I had thought really long and hard about and was a good answer. And then without even thinking, the host uh, goes, all right, and Jordan, what do you think about that? Because the host knows that Jordan would disagree with what I just said. Mm. And then Jordan, because she's kind of been asked a similar question to me, she, you know, without even realizing, kind of already knows what her response to me would be and then she just spits it out straight away. Yeah, right. That's good producing. It's great producing, right? Because yeah, it kind of tricks us all into having a, having a good back and forth uh, discussion. But I guess it's not as natural as what you get on, on a medium like this, which can be, there's positives and there's negatives to it. You know, the positive is you get like a real tight, packed, interesting thing in 50 minutes. The negatives is you don't get, everyone's full answer or everyone's like full discussion or response that there are lots of times where, you know, someone says something that I disagree with. So I was like, Oh, but what about this? And then a lot of, a lot of what about this was removed. Yeah. The, the other guys talking as well. There are a few really good Akmal and the other comedian from Pakistan. Do you remember? His Sammy name? Shah. Yeah. They, they spoke brilliantly yeah akmal, sammy is, is, akmal and sammy right. are so so smart and they have such good such good perspectives like honestly like akmal especially has a much better perspective on on cancel culture and comedy and free speech than i do because he fucking comes from cairo and he, the, he right. you know he knows he, he said on the episode like i know comedians that are in prison because of things that they've said and they've been arrested by the secret police. And he said something along the lines of it 
you know, it's very frustrating. I'm not sure if they kept this in the episode, but he said it's very frustrating hearing fellow comedians advocate for censorship. Yeah. Because I know I've seen where that road leads to and I and I like I've seen the end of that road and it is really like comics ending up in prison. Yeah. Um which is a, you know, pretty yeah, like crazy insight. And it and it, and and it made me go like, "Oh yeah, like 100% made me go oh, I'm I really feel like I'm doing the right thing here in doing the comedy that I want to do and not really being too worried about offensiveness or getting fired or cancel culture or whatever because you know if like <clears throat> you know OGs like that are like man this is the way it's like cool <laughs> um it's very so, good yeah. very interesting very cool to see you on TV <laughs> as well yeah, it was weird. It was uh, weird. it was especially weird as like like I didn't organize. That was the only thing that I've like ever not organized myself and yeah. like orchestrated and tricked my way into getting onto media. So it was really cool. Like uh, yeah, getting treated like an actual <laughs> like entertainer, which is like weird to say after ten years of doing it. But I guess you know that's that's what it is. That's kind of what I always thought. The internet thing. Eventually they'll come around, and it, you know it looks like they did. It seems like it went really well for them. All the clips they posted online got heaps and heaps of views. Yeah. So I feel like it'll make them go, oh, you know, they took a risk. I don't think that any other online entertainer has been on like a ABC or SBS show like that before that I'm mm. aware of anyway. Like a comedian. So it might make them go, oh, that that actually worked really well, and it got a lot of eyes on the digital version of it. Maybe we should do that more. Mm. One, one last thing I'd like mm. to say, you bombed really hard every time you, you like, as you were giving your little answer, you just dropped jokes in there and none of them landed. Yeah. And that was so fucking funny. I know. Because the room, like watching it, it felt tense. Yeah, it was, it was so tense the entire time because people were so, because all of the comedians, I would say that me, Rudy, Akmal and Sammy, I, I believe kind of we're on the same page yeah the rest of the comedians uh alice fraser was actually fucking brilliant but i'd say like jordan uh prue um the drag queen can't remember his name drag queens are him is yeah yeah cool right uh <laughs> <laughs> right I feel like they all yeah everyone kind of disagreed with each other it was a very tense environment and and because i had time to think about my answers i I made sure to put a joke or two jokes in every single answer. Yeah. And every single time they just fucking tanked in the room. Like uh, they cut my blackface bit. What was um, that? <clears throat> so, they, so they kept my blackface answer. They removed the joke from the answer. That was the only thing I was annoyed about. But I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the joke and I completely understand why they cut it. So they... They, they talk to me about like how comedy evolves and cancel culture. And I say, well, I say something like audiences decide what's acceptable and what's not. And some things are truly reprehensible and should be canceled. So blackface, great example. Blackface and minstrel shows is literally where stand-up comedy started. Yeah. Uh, and blackface was one of the most popular forms of entertainment in the world at the time. And it was inherently racist. It was to make a, a part of our... People feel lesser. That was the point of it. It just also happened to be funny to a lot of people. But the intention was racism. So that's great that that's gone. Uh, and that was kind of my answer. But then I, I go on to say, uh, like I said, you know, blackface used to be incredibly popular hundreds of years ago. 
And But now, because comedy has evolved so much today, blackface is something that only a very small minority of ABC executives would fund. (laughs) (laughs) Because the ABC has done like heaps of blackface shows like pretty recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And SBS and ABC are both government funded, kind of the same business. Did people laugh at that? None of... A lot of the comedians laughed. Act that was the only joke that worked. The comedians laughed. A lot of the people in the audience laughed. And all of the crew behind the cameras tried not to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all started laughing. Even the host started laughing. And I'm like, careful, you can't laugh at that one. You'll oh, get in that trouble. Sucks that they cut that out. And that's they so cut funny. that one. That one was really annoying that they cut because that's so funny. But I but I hundred percent get why they cut it because they can't really on the SBS, the multicultural channel, have yeah. someone pointing up, hey, remember when you guys did a lot of blackface pretty That's recently? funny as. Yeah, so that was the only thing that I was annoyed that they cut. But I, but again, I, I, I kind of wrote that knowing that it would get chopped. So, yeah, that was fun. But, but how good is Nobby Underwear, man? Nobby Underwear. Really good stuff. Am this, I wearing them? This, the underwear. Well, I would hope so. Nope. <laughs> what is that? I don't, don't say that. <laughs> Bleep it. He's wearing knobby underwear. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I hope I'm wearing them. Yeah, I'm wearing them. I wear knobby underwear. I exclusively good. wear knobby underwear. Does and you hat exclusively wear knobby hats. No, it doesn't. You know, but I'm Damn. happy that you're wearing no it. No hats fit me. Yeah, no hats fit you. Nobby underwear. Nobby.com.au. Yeah. Use mm-hmm. code SOUNDOFF for $5 off your first order. First pair, the best underwear in the game. Some of the most comfortable stuff uh, around. It's something that I, you know, speaking for myself, I wear every day. Nice. I wear every single day. I don't wear anything else. Well... I would wear them every day, mm-hmm. but I haven't been given any pairs well, for okay. two years. Well, I don't know if the best advertising <laughs> for them is a threat. You know? No, I, I don't feel like during the ad, I don't feel like they're, they're, they're paying us for us to ask them for more shit. I got them yeah. every month. I got like six pairs when we first started in 2019. Yeah. And then every month until probably about this time two years ago. Yeah. March 13th, mm-hmm. two years ago. Mm-hmm. Haven't got a pair since. Well, mate, have I got the code for you? Tell me more. <laughs> If you go to nobby.com.au yeah. and you enter code SOUNDOFF. SOUNDOFF. How do you spell that? Uh, well, S-O-U-N-D-O-F-F, yep. all one word. <laughs> you will get $5 off your first pair. Nice. And and that's a guarantee. And it's the best underwear you'll ever get. And they've switched all of their package to be sustainable. Ooh. Who loves sustainable packaging? Not Russia. And they're invading Ukraine. <laughs> so, <laughs> nobby.com.au. Use code SOUNDOFF for $5 on your first pair. Support the brands and support the show because that's how we keep this spinning. Um, great. My balls are not hairy. Oh, wow. Why's that? Shave them. Oh, really? Using Manscaped. Wow. Is that the lawnmower? Also, look at my arms. 4.0. Give me a feel. How smooth he shaved his... You shaved your arms? You would have seen my... Well, you can't see my legs. I'm wearing jeans. My legs. You shaved your legs? My thighs. Your thighs. I shaved my arms because the hair on them was getting pretty long. Yeah. And in the gym, at the gym, in the mirror, it didn't look like my arms were developing. So I shaved my arms. Yeah. And now at the gym, after a pump, it does. (laughs) Okay, so so you're you're seeing a lot of progress, and all it took was for you to shave your arms. I would say, Keelan, that the gym has nothing to do with it. I would attribute <laughs> all of everyone's physical gains into mm. just shaving their bodies head to toe with the lawnmower 4.0, which you can get at manscaped.com/soundoff mm, for twenty percent off Ooh, and free shipping. Damn. The perfect body awaits you. They also do 
deodorant. Yeah, they do deo- they do they do deodorant <laughs> as well. Uh, and the they word, they sorry. also do chapstick. They've released a whole like body care line. They've got mm. uh, uh, body wash. They've got two in one shampoo and conditioner. Keelan's need- favorite. <laughs> I need the deodorant. Really, you smelling like shit? I haven't. I haven't worn deodorant in like a week. I ran out. Wow. I'm going to have to give you my roll-on. <laughs> yeah. They've got roll-on and they've got spray. That's good. Roll-on is better. I like spray. Well, that's good. You can have two differing opinions. They actually, the, I use the spray. It's hydrating spray. So mm. it's uh, not so- only is it a spray, it also hydrates you. I haven't drunk water for a month. <laughs> I just spray a little bit of Manscaped hydrating water on me and that works, well, I guarantee good. it. That's good. Don't do that, you'll die. Manscaped.com slash sound off for 20% off and free shipping. Uh, best ball bag trimmer in the game. And ladies, it works for you as well. Mm-hmm. Phoebe shaving her arms too? Mm-hmm. Good. And I, I've noticed she's uh, been looking a lot more muscular. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know, maybe I'll cut this out. I ate something last night. Nice and hairy. Yuck! Disgusting. <laughs> Man, you're gonna have to text her and ask if you can put that. In. <laughs> That's disgusting. Man, That's off. my girlfriend you're talking about. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> no comment. Manscaped.com slash sound off. Oh fuck. Um. <laughs> Speaking of the gym, fuck. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> uh, speaking of the gym, I've been going four or five nights a week. Yeah. And I did something the other night. I, I'm i a little bit sick now. I actually thought I had COVID up until I took a rapid test last night. Mm-hmm. I made myself sick working out too hard. Well done. And I'm notorious for this. Yeah, you I did this all through high school. When I was a swimmer, I did it. One time in PE in high mm. school, we were doing like, you know, when you, at the start of the year, they take your fitness scores on everything. Yeah. I'd always go fucking 110% because I can't pace myself ever. Yeah. Um, well, how did they uh, record your times? If you, if you couldn't pace yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's a little joke about pacing. <laughs> like, like, cause I was always the biggest, cause I'm quite tall mm. compared to you. I'm very short, but compared to all the high schoolers, I was always like the tallest and the mm. biggest guy. So we did this rowing competition one day yeah. and I went against- On the rowing machine? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I went against the PE teacher. Yeah. And because I have no self-control- See, that, I, that that's such a, I reckon every year the PE teacher like really psychs himself up before that class. Yeah. Because you can't let the kid beat you. And yeah, there's right. always one that Fucking wants to- killed it, dude. Really? You smashed and then him? I threw up. <laughs> I was threw- the PE teacher fucked though, or was he just like a little bit puffed? He was he was puffed, but he wasn't as fucked as I was. Yeah, I was. This was in year nine, I think. So like, mm. I, I was walking out. It's the last class of the day. I was walking back to my locker, and yeah. my, my friend was with me. And the PE teacher was talking to me. He's like, "Man, you look like shit." And I just fucking threw up <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I love that. And that was, I think, like one of the last times I was at school in year nine. Really? Yeah, because I like dropped out. Oh right! <laughs> so, like so I you, you threw up right. and I got out of there. What, a, what an exit! <laughs> yeah. you, just, you smashed the PE teacher in a rowing competition, threw up on the floor, and was like, "My work here is done." But and anyway, notorious used to do it all the time with swimming, just fucking destroy myself. I think I've I've done it a few times working out with you, just yeah. gone way too hard. Yeah, and I did it again the other night. You, Tyler, and I had a, a competition on our Apple Watch, yeah. like a fitness competition. 
Monday night, it was like 11.30. I had 250 calories to burn mm. in half an hour. Yeah. Which isn't really achievable in half an no, hour. No, really After, not. I just did an it's hour workout. I had 250 oh, more. Oh, you just did an hour. So how many did you burn in an hour? I think like 400. Right. And then you That's had to like do... That's like pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And then you had to do 250. So more than, more than half of that yeah. in half the time. Because... You, you were sitting there and Tyler and I were sitting at our, our desk over there and we're talking mm. about it and Tyler was like, I'm going to fucking beat you guys. Yeah. And okay. so in my head, I was looking at myself in the mirror going, can't let Tyler beat me. Yeah. I went up to, they have these at my gym, like the AR, no, VR bikes where yeah. you can ride like through the hills. Yes. Yeah. I said it's a headset. No, it's just like a screen. Oh, right. But it feels like you're yes. riding because you turn. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went for half an hour. I went as hard as I fucking could. To get to that 1,000 calorie yeah. goal. Yeah. And then I pretty much passed out. I saw black. <laughs> <laughs> I had to lay cute. down on the ground for about 15 minutes. Yeah. Felt sick. And since then, I've I've just been really sick. Yeah. I woke up like fatigued as fuck today. Yeah, cardio. If you overdo it with cardio, yeah. that'll do that to you. I did that recently um, at the gym. I was deadlifting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, you know, I'm pretty good at deadlift, but I've never done anything like particularly crazy heavy. I was always doing like 90 kilos was like my max. And I only weigh, I only weigh like 77, 78 is where mm. I float around, which is really light for someone who's six foot eight. <laughs> uh, like I'm pretty sure if you should put my BMI, I'm like teetering on like <laughs> anorexic. <laughs> like that's my BMI. Uh, and uh, so I'm just doing deadlifts. I'm going, man, I feel really strong today. And then I just keep going up and up in weight. And then I get to like 100 kilos, which I've never done before in my life. And yeah. I used to be like a lot bigger than I am, but I still never did that much. I'm like, I reckon I can pick this up. And uh, I picked it up uh, and halfway through, I get it halfway up and I went blind. <laughs> and, then I, and then I'm like, well, can't stop here. Got it all the way up. <laughs> put it back down. And then, and then I definitely passed out for a millisecond and then came back too. That's awesome. Yeah. That's but great. I got it up. Passing out at the gyms would be fun. It is. It is good. It's a l really stressful when you're holding a hundred kilos, yeah. just over your kneecaps. Yeah. It's really stressful, but also feeling pretty strong. That's good. Yeah. Oh, I'm happy for you. I do the opposite of you though, when because because you're trying to lose weight, I'm trying to put weight on. Mm. So I will do the opposite where I track my calories. Yep. And I have a certain amount of calories that I eat every day, and that's really easy. But if I work out particularly hard. That burns calories, so it adds on more. Yeah. And that's that's when it becomes difficult. If I, you know, pass out at the gym, I'm like, now I gotta eat like another full meal. The other night I got to like <laughs> like eleven PM and I needed to smash like a thousand I think to smash like two thousand calories. Mm. And I'm like, I reckon I can do that in an hour. Because I wanted to be in bed by midnight. And I think the last time this happened, it was in Hobart. <laughs> yeah, we, we went to the shops at like 11 p.m. <laughs> yeah, and I had like two, I had like 1,500 calories to eat oh, or something. No. And I got an entire like preheated oven lasagna. Yeah. And I ate the whole thing. And it was like a family size. Yeah, it was like that big. I just took it upstairs. I chucked on Hearthstone and I, I'm like, I'm not going to bed until it's gone. Disgusting. And I ate the whole thing. And it was like, it was like 1700 calories and like three weeks worth of salt. I'm like, I'm, an, I'm a fucking athlete. <laughs> this is your stomach feel after that. Horrific. Yeah. Right. But the other night I had 2000 calories. So even more. What did you eat? So I made myself like a, like a protein shake thing. And that knocked out like uh, 900 calories. I'm like, cool. Great. Yep. A mass gaining thing. That's good. That's my little cheat. 
1,100 calories to go. So I looked in the cupboard and I thought I had like rice and tuna. I can make like a real calorie dense meal there that's very healthy. Mm. Ran out. I'm like, oh man, start getting desperate. I, I have a look around. I find baked beans. I'm like, that's not enough. Oh no. And then I find uh, a big box of Easy Mac. Oh no. Mac and cheese. Right. And I'm like, how, how many calories are in each sachet? About 300. <laughs> Four oh. sachets of Easy Mac. Oh. I open them up. I put it in the microwave. I put all the cheese in. Yeah. And then I and then I plug that into my app and it's like 1100, pretty much perfect. And even the app warns me, this is incredibly high in saturated fats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting warning signs on, on my app. I feel like Iron Man. Dee, 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 do not consume. That's awesome. And then I sit down and I eat the whole bowl. And then, uh, and then the, the real secret to when you eat like a fuckload of horrific food is to go to bed immediately. <laughs> Because you don't want to find out how that, what's the, what that's what that's going to be like. I can't believe you can sleep with that. Do you have like fever dreams with that? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I've got I've got real bad sleep apnea, so um, I can sleep under any condition, even though I don't really sleep. I'm just damn. permanently exhausted, so I can just like the minute I lie down, my body just switches off because I haven't slept for three years. Um, and so I just did that, and then I woke up, um, and then I had a shower straight away because I woke up late because I because I struggle to wake up now. Um. Because of the sleep apnea and probably because of what I eat. Um, right. So I wake up in, in the morning and I jump straight in the shower. And, I, and then I just, and then I just, the consequences of what I ate just oh. hit me in the shower. Oh, uh, no. And I, and I did a real long fart. Gareth, you're going to say and you then, shit yourself in the And shower. then I almost vomited <laughs> from the smell. Because, yeah, you know, when you fart in the shower and it's like way worse. Because it bonds with the steam and it hangs around. <laughs> Bro, even the dog left. <laughs> the dog. Fuck that. That's so funny. Yeah. I actually had, speaking of dreaming, I had a, not a dream, I lucid dreamt last night. Mm. And I do this, I guess, when I get stressed about stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I've, I've done this a few times. In my dream, it feels really real. I yeah. edit videos. <laughs> That's good. He's always working. <laughs> what are you working on at the moment? We're working on the video. I, um, press the will you press the button video? No, what are you working on in your dreams, man? Not in reality. That's what I was working on. Oh, you're working on what you're actually working. Yeah, on. and right because it, it feels so real because it's yeah. as though I'm watching my my <laughs> computer and I'm actually editing because I edited all day like yesterday, mm. so I knew what I was. I knew the content. Yeah, um, and I was editing. I was like, oh, this is this is a good little video. And then <laughs> Phoebe woke me up because she's gonna work. And I so you would wake up. And you'd be like, oh, fuck. Now I've got to do that all again. <laughs> yes, in it, real hap life. it happens regularly. <laughs> it happened with something else. So you're doing 16-hour shifts even <laughs> when you're sleeping. There was a big video, the swimming video a few weeks ago. Yeah. I dreamt, ed I dream edited that. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, some sort of disorder. Yeah, some I, sort dream, of stress I dream disorder. Per performance, performing. I yeah. dream performances and shit. But they're like good dreams. I did have a <laughs> dream about you the other day. Oh, good. And I haven't... This is like my first dream in like actually 18 months. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I don't sleep anymore. So I don't get to I don't get to like REM, deep sleep or yeah. whatever. So, but I had one dream recently and it was about you and you were driving and you had really bad road rage. <laughs> okay. Uh, but everything... Not uncommon. Yeah, just, just like reality. But, <laughs> but you were driving like a fucking idiot. And then you were like driving in the middle of two lanes and I was like, I shouldn't say anything. I don't have my license. And then there was this one guy next to us 
and my window was down and his window was down and he's screaming at you going, you fucking, you almost killed me, blah, blah, blah. And then you got really, really close and then the guy leant out the window <laughs> and then headbutted me. And then I, my nose just started bleeding and I woke up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I thought, man, what a crazy way to assault someone. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like on a highway, he leant out of his car and headbutt the passenger. Yeah, that's with awesome. His head. Man, road rage is fun, hey. Oh yeah, give you a headache though if you're out there headbutting people. Um, uh, so should we call Luke? Yeah, we should call Luke to wrap up the episode. Um, before we call him, a little update on the fog bit. Uh, man, mm. I got a lot of submissions to replace Luke Kidgel for the fog bit. Yes, and I gotta say, man. Uh, as, as much as it pains me to admit it, no one really lives up to the standard of Luke. What about German uh, Ruben? German Ruben hired, killing it in the German market. <laughs> oh, he's cool. doing arenas over there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard next week he's doing a show in Geelong. So he's going from Germany to Geelong. No, no, Ruben's doing one in Geelong. German Ruben is performing in Germany <laughs> at the moment. He's, right. Yeah, yeah. He's, okay. he's actually... um. He's actually got booked for a really big gig. Yeah. Yeah, he's negotiating. He's mediating the negotiation between uh, Ukraine and Russia at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Because he speaks Russian too. And he's doing the fog bit as like an opening ceremony. That's great. Because, you know, like the fog of war is a big thing. So it like kind of fits. Mm. So he, he should big do, opportunity um, for him. The Ky- Kiev Arena and do a show during the war. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Louis C.K. did that. No, Not he, the arena, but he, he performed in a theatre. He didn't. It was um. Oh, they he'd cancelled the show, but there was an automated email that went out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay, right, yeah, because it looked like the email made it look like he's like, I'm doing it anyway. Yeah, they just forgot to not send the email. Yeah, okay. Well, man, typical bloody lazy guys. Over there. <laughs> I know you're getting invaded by a foreign power, but at least uh, you know sort out those emails. That would be annoying. All those people <laughs> lining up to see Louis C.K. You know. When Luke got COVID, we sent out an email. We cancelled the show. <laughs> you know how some fucking, some people get like, with your shows or Luke's shows, some people actually get confused and rock up to the wrong venue at the wrong time, whatever yes. it is. Yeah. Imagine during an invasion, people actually rock up to see Louis C.K. You know someone did. Yeah, sure. Some- like it would be thousands of people. They all got an email confirming it. I would go. I'd be like, oh. During a war, nah, you wouldn't. I'd be fucking terrified. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, fog bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that, I don't have much to say. I'm just really struggling to find someone to replace Luke, uh, which is frustrating because he's now retired. So, look, I don't know. Let's just give him a call. Mm. Check in on him. Oh, I'll call him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from my phone? All right, cool. Yep. Oops. hello hey man howdy just wanted to say (laughs) sorry for your loss sorry Uh, about that thank you i want to say congratulations uh for not leaving the house ever yep thank you very Um, much man you've done it again yep Absolutely. And you know what, Luke? I'm going to say it. I'm going to go COVID-free till 2023. And I think you might actually do that. This is, this is, this is what it, it's like being part of the Moderna Master Race, man. 
I'm, I'm a Moderna monarch. I've yeah, got that exclusive you, vaccine. Are you going to get that booster to improve your chances? You know what's funny? Before I hung out with you all day, when you were almost definitely positive, you didn't know yet, but you probably mm-hmm. definitely had it the other day. I uh, The day before that, I had my booster shot booked in, missed the appointment. <laughs> Would have been real yeah. good to get it before then, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah, right. Well, congratulations on the win. Um, I wasn't to be. Yeah. Obviously, I made some huge calls, <laughs> and I think at one point I said I was above the virus. Yeah. Um, you're probably thinking now's a good time to take that back. Yeah. Um, absolutely not. What? I stand by that. I'm, dude, I'm knocking this thing around. I took COVID out the back and beat the shit out of it. I bashed it because it's the New South Wales strain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Bathurst, so it only responds to unwarranted violence. Yeah, yeah. And, um, dude, I felt bad for like two hours yesterday. I'm not even fucking with you. I think I'm over it. Really? Because you sound like shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sound like shit. Locks nose. Yeah, right. But other than that, you feel fine. Dude, if this is what everyone's been worrying about for two years, I'm sincerely frustrated and disappointed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I would say that your experience has been everyone else's as well, and that annoys me. Um, why, well, then why don't you just go to the Wiggles? Um, that would be against the law, unfortunately. <laughs> I actually would, though. I feel like... <laughs> I definitely feel like I'm up for a Wiggly party. Uh, but... Keelan, did you feel sick when you had COVID? I felt like shit. I can just not relate, hey. I was out for two weeks. That's crazy. You didn't even work on your health. <laughs> I'm not sure that's how it works. I think it affects everyone very differently. Keelan, the, the, when he recovered from COVID, he couldn't walk up a flight of stairs. <laughs> yeah. But that was pre-COVID too. Oh, <laughs> I was at the gym for like three weeks just working on being able to walk 100 metres. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just got a snuffly nose. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, man, I can't relate with either of you because I'm just in picture-perfect health. I didn't even get it. I hope you get it soon. <laughs> hey. Yeah, God. Dude, yeah, I was going to say, I did shows for a week and then got it. I, I reckon during the comedy festival. <laughs> you know what? Everyone who has, like, messaged me saying, like, oh, I think I gave it to you. I had COVID at your Tamworth show. And then some people were like, Man, I uh, got positive today and I went to your Port Macquarie show. And then all these people who I went out with in Bathurst were like, man, I had COVID that night, hey. So I have no idea where I got it from. Right. Well, uh, uh, LukeHigel.com, guys, if you'd like to get tickets to the world's most infected audience. Yes. Uh, uh, after the region of New South Wales uh, trip, I can say COVID will be there. <laughs> no, it is, it's everywhere now. It's, it's unavoidable. Like I sent, I sent Rosie home because I was with Luke. And then she just texted me today that she went out the other night and her friend had it. So it's like you you can't you can't avoid it now. It seems like if if to do the the, the right thing, you should just never see anyone. It's crazy now. Yeah, pretty much. It was uh it's very funny though, the fact that I cannot figure out where I got it from. And a few people tend to be saying, I just tested positive today. Fuck you, you gave me COVID. Yeah. So that's I got awesome. no idea where I got it from, and I've got no idea who I've given it to. But uh, I guess that's the fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's just that's a bit of fun. Game. That is the game. Well, boys, uh, how's how's the episode going so far? Yeah, we're just at the end now. You're you're real wrapping it up. Oh, great! 
So out of 10? Yes, solid seven. <laughs> that's good. That's above average. Yeah, I thought the start was really good. The start was great. The start yeah. was great. And then we kind of lost it around the gym stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What, what happened in the middle? Did you fall off? Who fell off, do you reckon? Uh, well, Keelan almost fell off the rowing machine. Okay. Yeah. It may, perhaps or the bike. It was like a really good idea in the car. Execution. Yeah. Uh, the the bit about my fart in the shower was real real highlight. Yeah, a couple though. good, a couple big laughs. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. That sounds uh, funny and farting in the shower. Yeah, we called Ruben. That was pretty funny. Yep. What? Sorry, what was that? I said make sure you don't cut out either time. All right, keep yeah. it here. Um, and then they're talking about SBS bit again. Interesting, but boring. Um, and this part not funny. No, so maybe it's on you to hang up at this point. Great. Guys, that's the end of the episode. Thank you very much. I think that's a world record for the lullhorn being blasted. Surely there. we have to recover it. Yeah. Uh, that was... Yeah, I apologise. That was pretty bad the last six minutes. And thank you for taking responsibility. That was my fault. Uh, yep. Uh, full yep. responsibility on me. Um. Well, unfortunately for this episode, I don't have any more fart in the shower stories. <laughs> uh, yeah, nah, it's all good. No, actually, oh, I did ha actually had something. No, okay, so last thing, and then yeah. we can end it. Okay. You reckon this episode was a seven? Mm -hmm. What could I have done better? Are we gonna do? Are we gonna do this again? Yeah, let's do it again, but properly. Uh, uh, yeah. Look, I feel like. It, it was, you know what it was? Half an hour turnaround from discovering Luke has COVID to being here. That feels like every time you and I have done an episode. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Right. Great. Well, next time we do an episode, let's at least plan for 45 minutes. <laughs> Great. Okay. Cool. Thanks so much for, for listening and watching, guys. Support us on Patreon for more exclusive <clears throat> content and grab tickets to Luke Kidgel's show uh, at LukeKidgel.com. Uh, he's going on tour everywhere, bunch of shows all over, and grab tickets to my Melbourne International Comedy Festival show. Maybe the only show I do this year. Lewspears.com. Get your tickets. You can see us in the same night, in the same venue, back to back. There's Get them. also a new Patreon podcast out where we talk about our biggest insecurities. Ooh, exciting. Luke and Lewis don't have any. But Tyler and I have heaps. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.